All right, welcome to Films from the Phantom Zone. I'm your co. But I can't even fucking say. That's it. because it's not your job. Welcome to Films no, from the no, Phantom no, no, Zone. No. Your podcast about failed and forgotten comic book movies. That's how a professional does it. I'm gonna do it. Okay, go. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Films from the Phantom Zone. As always, I'm your host, Sable, with my co-host... Good bit, Arnaldo. (laughs) And my other co-host... Birdo. (laughs) That's her bit. Cool. Anytime we have her over, she's got to do the... She has to do her radio voice. Yep, she's got to take over. Grand entrance. How else? This is films from the Phantom Zone. I'm your host, Arnaldo. Birdo's the co-host. Our special recurring guest, my wife, Sable, is here. Let's get started. Today is Halloween. Yay! Greatest holiday ever. Spooky, spooky. So spooky. And so we are having our first annual Halloween Spooktacular. It's not called that. Special. (laughs) Whoa. I'm excited. See, we were talking about it last week because you weren't here. And we kept on calling it Halloween Spooktacular. And then the other person was like, it's not called that. And then that's how we were just like. The other person? Who's that? Like Birdo oh. or me, oh, the okay. other person besides the person that was oh, speaking. Oh, that was speaking. Yeah, oh, okay, we'd be okay. like, "Oh, it's not called that." Mm. And then now we're just like, well, "Fuck it, that's what it's called now." <laughs> Halloween spectacular. It's not called that. Special first annual. We actually started this podcast over a year ago. I think it was a year. Oh, we missed the anniversary, didn't we? Weren't you going to do an anniversary episode? No, I think oh, we're going to do like an end of year thing in January. How does that sound? That'd be cute. Yeah. I'm down for that. No, not you, but you. <laughs> Maybe you moderate it, actually. Maybe you can be the moderator. Okay, that'd be cool. I can ask Whoa. you guys questions that you don't, yeah. that you won't know ahead of time. No, we'll, oh, we'll, you yeah. won't know ahead of time. Keep us oh. on our toes. But when Halloween came around, we did a Halloween a uh, spooky movie. I oh, know I did. We did a Christmas special. We oh, Ghost we start. Rider. Okay, okay. Here's what we did. Here's what we did. We started this podcast with Ghost Rider because we wanted something lightly spooky. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, I think Birdo picked it. Yeah. Probably. That sounds about uh, right. You and Ghost Rider. Sorry. And then he <laughs> snuck in Ghost Rider references every episode for an entire year. Did he really? Yep. Oh my god. So who knows what he does for year two. But then come Christmas time, we did a Christmas special. It was us three. We locked ourselves in a closet and we talked about our favorite Christmas movies. We talked about superheroes and Christmas movies. Uh, and then I think we like put each other's movies in the Phantom Zone. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. We were in a closet because that's the stage the podcast was at. I don't think you explained that. That's, like, oh, that's yeah. how we did it for the sound. Yeah, I didn't. I don't need to explain it. Oh, I, the listeners might be confused. All three of us were <laughs> sitting in a closet with the, the dog, Kaya. We've made very specific references in this podcast oh. that no one's going to understand. So that's, well, that's You're going to lose people left and Well, that. that's how we do it. Cool. Are you guys ready? Do you have anything to say? I'm ready. Can I introduce the categories? Yeah, let's yeah. do... Um, all three at once? No, let's not do... Let's do it in a different order. I think we should do this one first. And I think this one should be the middle one. You said you were going to do... The oh, am I introducing... Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, what I didn't you know said you, you I didn't know do. you agreed on it. <laughs> oh, my God. How about you introduce it? Okay, so we're going to do three segments. I thought for the first one, we could put some classic superheroes into some classic horror movies. Or at least horror movie like templates you know what i mean like a slasher yes. a zombie an alien movie i don't know like whatever you consider like halloweeny okay 
Berto, do you want to kick us off? Oh boy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you? Are you ready? Yeah, I have an idea for one. Okay. So this will be like kind of like a monster movie with like elements of like a slasher in the sense of like you know like one person's like being hunted at a time and stuff stuff like that. And it's from the perspective of just a regular person. Okay. And they are in the middle of Hulk going crazy in a rampage. So we're seeing like... So it's like Hulk, a it's huh? like a kaiju movie with Hulk? You know what? Actually, yeah. Closer okay. to kaiju <laughs> than slasher. But like, you know, we're seeing it from like the regular ass person's perspective. You know, like they're scared. They're trying to hide and Hulk's yeah. wrecking shit. Is it just him wrecking shit to wreck shit, or is he, like, fighting someone, uh, or... I think we don't know what made him go crazy. <laughs> Whoa. Because it's just, you know, you're just minding your own business, and all of a sudden Hulk's fucking up your city, you know? Okay. Kind of like that scene from like Age of Godzilla. Ultron. Like Godzilla. Oh, Age of Ultron. <laughs> well, yeah, he, like, destroyed oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that entire city. But he was, like, mind-controlled there, so we could, like, you know, throw in some mind-control elements. Maybe uh, Mephisto is controlling him. Uh, finally, something for Mephisto to do. <laughs> yeah, and then um, he keeps getting the short end of the stick yeah. by not existing. <laughs> something kind of like that. It's a little generic, but it's like I don't know. Might be a fun idea. Is there a twist? Yeah, uh, the twist is. <laughs> <laughs> is there? <laughs> the twist yeah. is a hero is going to come and save this person, oh. but it's not who you might expect it to be. Oh. Oh, it's Bruce. He's pitching this good. No, it's <laughs> it's Ghost Rider. Oh my oh, fuck! <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's happened. I would love to see yeah. a Ghost Rider. He rides hold. in. He tries to you know hold the Hulk down with his fiery chains. Oh Pen and stare doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Who did we, we talked about this recently? Who does the Pen and stare not work on? Is it Carnage and Venom? Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been just Carnage. Or I'm sure Venom, Venom they're like actually. the same thing. Right, right. But yeah, it does, fun fact, it doesn't work on them. I don't remember why. I don't know. They had like a crossover comic once or twice, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Kaiju movie, perspective of a regular ass person. Ghost Rider comes in. They have like a, you know, monster fight. Okay. Yeah. That it, sounds interesting. It's not the strongest thing I've thought of, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's all because, like, what you described on paper can just be like a regular superhero movie. You know what right. I mean? But a lot of times it's just, like the tone all, and the cinematography the tone, and the music. The direction. Yeah. yeah. And that's why like he's Ghost Rider as the hero. Yeah. Like, it can be like, you know, the 2014 Godzilla, which is all kind of like hazy and cloudy, and you see bits and pieces of the monster. Or, yeah. like, uh, what's that movie called? The Shaky Cam. Cloverfield? Like Cloverfield. Yeah. Blair Witch like, Project. Yeah. Ooh, Blair Witch. <laughs> but that, I mean, saying like, there's your scary kaiju movie. Yeah. That's more of like a horror type thing. Yeah. It would all just you be in, I mean? and how it's done. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I see. I could see that. Cool. Do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. So let me first start by saying I came up with a cool name for this segment. It's called the What If Halloween segment. Oh Do you get it? Like the show you didn't like watch? Like the show What If, but you, like, you didn't watch it. Shut up. <laughs> but we're going to use that title here because it's comic booky, and it's like, what if they were in a Halloween movie? What if dot 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 Halloween? Question yeah. Mark? That's what you should type in the info. Okay. 
Okay. Thanks. So I. What if Halloween? <laughs> you know the segment that's already one third over. I think it should be called. Hey guys, it's time for a quick break, and we will be back in a flash. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Anyway, so I was kind of workshopping a few different ideas because I didn't like fully understand the prompt at first. So my first idea was doing like a Winter Soldier one, but it's called the Ghost Soldier. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> is it the Winter <laughs> like, Soldier getting possessed by Ghost Rider? No, no, no. Ghost Damn Rider's it. Not <laughs> He'll in just it. keep doing that. <laughs> he will. Just nonstop. Oh my God, it's out of control. So it would be like when he died, like he came back as like a ghost soldier, kind of zombie maybe, and it would be really spooky and eerie. I mean, they did a lot of zombies, so you, you should kind watch of have episode. to avoid that. You should watch that episode, actually. No, I it's it fun. looked weird. I don't know. Um, so then it would be kind of like dark, and he'd be like haunting people, but he's and then he would haunt Steve. <laughs> Doesn't that kind of happen? Oh, no, no, no. They both No, that doesn't. No, it's the yeah. other way around. It seems like it happened because it's, it's a good pitch. Oh, no. The oh, opposite happens God. in a zombies episode. <laughs> Steve hunts. He doesn't hunt, oh. but he's like a zombie. And he has to fight uh, the Winter Soldier. Oh, really? The Winter you Soldier said episode. You'd like it. Oh, maybe. It seems like a spooky episode. It is spooky. But yeah. then, so after that, I kind of like lost my train of thought. And that's all I wrote for that. And then I wrote Crimson Peak. But I'm the main girl, and Tom is still Tom. So Tom Wait, Littleson... we can pitch more than one? Well, <laughs> I was confused. Maybe I... as she goes along. No, I'm not. They're written down. Oh, okay. So I wrote, oh, Crimson Peak with Tom Hiddleston. If you guys don't know, that's Loki. But So is he Loki, though? He's Loki, Because yeah. otherwise, you're just doing Crimson Peak. I know, but I want to be in that movie. Because ah. I like that. That house is cool. And Loki is Loki. So you want to be in the movie where they're terrorizing... Well, I don't want to spoil it. They're terrorizing this girl. Yeah. She's in a haunted house. Uh, well, I would. It would. The plot would be a little different. Again, I'm no, not going to no, spoil it. Don't but spoil like... it. So that was another thing. But then my final one, which I'll be quick, Age of Just Ultron, three. but a, but a Halloween edition. So you know how they're at the party. It would be a Halloween party instead. Pretty much just the Halloween scene. Or Wait, sorry, she, the party she scene. Has right? Three pitches. <laughs> no, I could have okay. pitched another movie. This is my final pitch, and then we can go back to Bird. Four, four? No, 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 no. I'm still on the Age <laughs> oh. of Ultron. For, to be fair, I'm going through these pretty quick. Um, yeah, okay. Age of Ultron, but it's going to be full Halloween. So, and instead of like a lot of the action scenes, it's going to be mainly like it's going to be imagine Age of Ultron, but a slasher film. So the bad guy is actually going to be, and it would be shot like Berta was saying earlier. Like it depends on how it's shot. It'd be shot like a horror movie. A lot of horror like elements, a lot of people screaming. But the big party would be a Halloween party. They'd be all dressed up. There'd be lots of drama. Like lots of drama. People looking up. Mm. Dra- like all that. Whoa. Yeah. So it'd be like a classic horror film, but set in like the Age of Ultron movie. And then Ultron would come in and start slashing people. But then they'd kind of fight, but not really. Like they'd be more like 
I don't know. That this one trailed off a little. Bit. Okay. <laughs> Can I pitch yeah. a freaking dot, movie? Dot, dot. <laughs> I have another pitch. Okay, Berto has right. another pitch. Yes. Go back to Berto. All right, this one is it's also a ghostwriter story. Warning. <laughs> In this all one, ghostwriter all the time with him. The spirit of Halloween, Sam Hain rises and begins to wreak havoc on the world. He wants to basically create hell on earth. Obviously, that's Ghost Rider's territory, so he will come in to stop it. But we're going to do like a Spider-Verse thing, but with Ghost Rider. And so all multiple, the Ghost multiple, Riders okay. are going to be uh, coming in. <laughs> Great. And there's a shit ton. I've looked into it. How, we know. There's like only three? Almost every like superhero you can think of has been Ghost Rider at some point. What? And really? in the MCU, Phil Coulson has been Ghost Rider as well. Oh, you spoiled that season I wasn't going to watch. <sighs> god so like all the ghost riders across the multiverse come in to stop this because this isn't just a hell on earth thing he wants to you know spread it across universes and they you know they come together and fight him and it's very apocalyptic and epic and it takes place during halloween obviously because sam hain like the spirit of halloween like the what's that name from folklore name whose name sam (laughs) Who is that? <sighs> you don't know. <laughs> it sounded like I did the weird bird out. It's like a like a pagan like Halloween like rituals and stuff are dedicated to like this spirit. So you, oh, so it's like a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's based I don't know, this in... is like a character or something. No, 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 no. Cool. Does that mean I have to go? I kind of don't have anything for this. You what? don't have anything I at forgot. all. <laughs> this was your idea. I know. Damn, you dropped the ball. Okay, here's what here. I got. Here's what I got. Okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna. Thank riff God off the I top came up with three. Whoa. It's like a cabin in the woods situation. Like one of those like teenage, we're gonna go camping slasher flicks, right? But all the characters are like Avenger characters. And they're like, they're just gonna go on a nice camping trip in mm. the woods. But then they start going missing, and it's a whole slasher mystery thing. But I don't want any of them dying because, like, you know, they got to go back to their regular lives afterwards, you know? Yeah. So you've got no deaths. uh, Okay. But then it's also kind of like how, you know, like, if you have like Thor and Captain America and like Captain Marvel and like Ant Man and a couple others, like, who's able to kill all these people? Someone with the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, but then why would they be doing it in secret? You know, like, why would they be sneaking around? Because they're fun and theatrical. Mm, unless if it's like that one what if episode <laughs> where that thing actually happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the Avengers start dying. Oh. I didn't see that one. You didn't that see That was a good episode, too. That. You I saw did. one. I saw the Thor one. And That's I the she saw one. <gasps> Party Thor is the best one. <sighs> I forgot to mention something for my Age of Ultron party. Okay, what? There's lots of tits. Because <laughs> a lot of horror <laughs> movies have tits. Oh, I guess that's true. I thought you were just saying that for fun. Like, no. And so like random people or like established characters? All the established characters. <laughs> Only the established. Whoa. You've got that... Um. Dr. Cho. Remember Dr. She was Cho. Like, she was like, like the only party goer who wasn't an Avenger. <laughs> Who's Dr. Cho? She's the... Um, she created Vision's Korean body. doctor. Oh, remember? I kind of remember her. I was just inspired by because I was thinking about Cabin in the Woods, which has Chris Hemsworth in it. So I was like, <laughs> just like that, 
but with four. Oh. You know? Yeah. Oh. Also, maybe like Spider-Man. Riffing again. Spider-Man and there's like a Halloween ball type thing going on at a school. And everyone's dressed up as Spider-Man. And so he dresses up as Spider-Man, but like a more like costumey Spider-Man. Oh. No, nobody. I and then it turns like into that. prom night, and somebody starts killing. Yeah, prom night. yeah. There's a murder, and he's like, "Well, I can't reveal that I'm Spider-Man, but I can solve it by pretending that I'm like a regular kid pretending to be Spider-Man, but he's actually Spider-Man." And the murderer oh. is Cletus Cassidy. That's actually kind of a thing that happens in the PS4 video game. <laughs> Who's Cletus? <laughs> Remember when he goes to uh, that party and everyone's dressed up as like his villains and himself? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. And Cletus is uh, Carnage. Oh, he's I didn't a serial know that was his name. Well, he's bad. He's bad. She didn't see the movie. I did not see the movie. Your boss is a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Was that a line in the movie? Yup. In the first horrible. one. I, oh. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So that was fun. That was a nice little icebreaker, I think. Let's move on. Why why are you wincing over there? Like icebreaker, like we're strangers. Yeah, a little bit sometimes. Sometimes oh we are. Who are you? No. <sighs> why All right. am I here? Are you, are you ready to move on to the main event? Yes. Main event is we're going to go talk about our favorite Halloween movies. So it doesn't have to be like... Halloween can be whatever you deem it to be. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like a horror because horrors can be like scary movies. They can be slashers. Or they can be movies set in Halloween that aren't scary at all. Or movies about like think of like uh like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters or Beetlejuice. I thought Beetlejuice. he was going to say Ghost Rider, and I was like, I, I swore Ghost Rider. I'm going to boo him off of here if he says Ghost Rider one more time. Or the Goonies. Not really. I've never seen that. I don't You're know. You're just making shit up. <laughs> That's more of I an just... adventure film. Yeah. <laughs> but uh... so you can define them however you want. Going off the Sable tiered system that we did for Christmas. It's actually the summer tier system. She came up with it. Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, we have credit. We're credits credit. Oh, give credit. She will the listen. The summer Hang tier on. system where you divide Christmas movies into either light, medium, or heavy. So like a Christmas light movie is something that just like sort of mentions Christmas, but it's not like too Christmassy, right? Like Iron Man mm-hmm. 3. No, that is Christmas <laughs> barely. <laughs> so I thought we could do the same thing for Halloween. We're going to go around... Talk about your favorite Halloween movies, light, medium, and heavy. How's that sound? That sounds good. Does Birdo want to go first? I guess I'll go first again. Let's start on light. And instead of like, I I don't know if last time we just said all three of our movies. We'll just go around. So we'll do a light round than a a medium. Yeah, and then a heavy. Okay. That way we're not just kind of like we did last time, but I, I like. I don't that. think so because last time we weren't prepared for this, and then Sable threw the tears. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Halloween light Birdo's pick. All right, my Halloween light pick is Beetlejuice because mm-hmm. it's a fun and like spooky movie. Like it has like spooky vibes to it and everything, but it's not like it's not really like a Halloween movie. It's not. But, not doesn't take place around Halloween. Halloween, Halloween like light. That. Yeah, that's why it's like Halloween light. Just uh, like, okay. Doesn't because, it take place during Halloween? I don't remember. I don't think it does. I don't remember. What was the last but time it's you like, saw it's the whole concept of like uh, last year. Uh, oh, okay. The whole concept of though, like with like the haunted house and the ghosts and yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, yeah, and all that stuff. And they go to but like it, the underworld or something. Yeah, but the movie's not like explicitly Halloween. It's also not like actually scary. So exactly, that's why it's yeah. like under light for me. That's why it's light. 
Do you want to really quick explain the premise of the movie? You know, I mean, you can spoil it if you want. It's like 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. So there's this couple. They live in this. I guess it's an, it's supposed to be a nice house. It's kind of nice, I guess. But, uh, you know, they live in this nice house. They go to town. And on their way to town, they drive their car off a bridge. <laughs> and they die. Nice. After they die, their house gets sold. And then these people move in. They don't want these people living in their house. And they're kind of spirits in their own house and they're trapped in their house. They can't leave. So they, they just try to scare these people out. It's not really working. So they see an advertisement for somebody named Beetlejuice. And he's supposed to be um, an exterminator of like living people, like get living people out of places and stuff like that. Like that's so his they, job. He's Yeah. Oh, huh. I had no idea that that's what the movie was about. You should see it. It's really good. <laughs> they they summon who him. Who does this star, Birdo? Huh? Who does this star? Oh, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. Sable's favorite. Yeah, but, Sable loves him. Uh, <laughs> I said he was attractive one time. And now <laughs> they talk about him all the time. Like I'm So they summon well Michael into Keaton. into his 60s. God damn. They summon Michael Keaton and he, uh, he goes a little overboard with everything and... And that's where the real meat of the movie is right there. Well, the I don't want to like, spoil the ending or anything right? like that. But yeah, it gets a little dark, but it's also really funny. So it gets dark. Ooh, a little bit. A little bit. Not too bad. Like in a Tim end? Burton way. That's, uh, that's a Tim Burton movie, right? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Got a lot of fun creature designs. Oh, yeah. Really wacky characters. Winona Ryder. I like a angsty teenager. Oh, you is would love her, Sable. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. You know Winona Ryder? No, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was like a teenager, though. Oh. My introduction to Beetlejuice was the animated spin-off TV show. Do you remember on that? Cartoon Network? I remember that. Was it that on like, Nickelodeon or like ABC? Maybe they played it on something else, but I, pl- I watched it as a kid, not having ever seen the movie, and the cartoon was like way different, because Beetlejuice wasn't like the villain. Yeah, he was like the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> he, like him and what's her name the girl him and lydia were like friends lydia, yeah yeah they're like buddies and they're like going on wacky adventures together <laughs> it doesn't make sense and then so right <laughs> and then so when i watched the movie i was like super confused <laughs> i was like wait he's the bad guy no, wait he's I, a bad guy <laughs> i never knew he was the bad guy in the original movie he's he's like the antagonist he's not mm. evil but he is a dick he's a bit right rude. Oh. yeah <laughs> It's a good I wanna, movie. I we need to rewatch that. that. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it. I still need to watch it this year. So you did the Beetlejuice House uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was it good. Yeah, very wacky, was, very fun, very was colorful. There? Yeah, Michael Keaton himself was. There. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Was it like a like a person dressed up as Beetlejuice? There was. Yeah, it was a lot of cool. fun. Cool, babe. Do you want to do your Halloween light? Yes, I do. Okay, so my Halloween light is Crimson Peak. That's your um, light? That's my light, yeah. So if where you don't... You going, where are you going from there? <laughs> well, you'll see. You'll okay, see. yeah. Or, yeah, this is my Halloween light because okay. I see... It's more of a romantic story, in my opinion, with creepy elements, for sure. It's it's considered a gothic romance, like, so I love the story. Well, there's a lot. There's a twist. There's some turns. So I don't want to give too much away because if you haven't seen this movie, you really should. It's a really good movie. It's what time period is it set in? Like the f- like a Victorian, Victorian era. So it's like the 1870s or something. Ooh, yeah. Spooky. Spooky. So yeah, this girl meets this guy. He's like a entrepreneur and 
Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, yes. Oh my god, the most important part. I should have mentioned that. So Tom Hiddleston plays the main guy, and he's kind of mysterious. Like, we don't know what's going on there. His sister's super weird. They're just both a little bit odd, and she ends up marrying Tom and moving in with him and his sister. They both live together in this huge house on top of a hill. And it's just this huge Victorian gothic haunted house, basically. And it's like the imagery and like everything in this movie is just so pretty. And it's so like spooky and like haunting. Like it just makes you want to go in and like explore this whole mansion. Like it's really cool. But it is definitely scary. It's got some scary imagery in it. Um, It's by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> so if you've seen his stuff before, you'd know like his style. Like Hellboy. Um, I actually never saw that. You guys just watched it. We just watched Hellboy, Hellboy 2 for spooky season. So earlier yeah. this month, those episodes are out if you want to check them out. Oh, I need to listen to it's those. It's been a... I mean, for me, I've been a whole Guillermo del Toro binge. Yeah. But yeah, that's my Halloween light because to me, it's not Halloween-like at all. It has nothing to do with Halloween. And for me, Halloween movies, they have to be... to For me to like categorize it as like light, medium, or heavy, it has to really be centered around Halloween. So yeah. yeah, this I consider light, even though it is kind of spooky. It's a little bit scary, but it's more of kind of like a love story. It's just, it's really, it's one of my favorite movies. It's in like my top five like really? favorite movies. Yeah, I love this movie. I need to watch it. Crimson you Peak. should. It's really good. It is really good. And we were just talking, we've talked about Guillermo del Toro a lot because we were just doing Hellboy and Hellboy 2. Mm-hmm. We also did him for Keeper Cancel in the Hellboy episode. So we talked about Crimson Peak for a second. Oh. And just some things I think you glossed over is that there's ghosts. It's like, it's kind of a ghost oh, story. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, the spookiness is, is, it's a ghost story. And I don't want to give too much away, but like, she's a writer in the movie and yeah. she's writing a ghost story. Yeah. And that's kind of like how it kind of plays into like the actual movie itself is a ghost story, but it's also a love right. story. So it kind of like get ties together. It's very meta. Of, very meta. Yeah, that's the word I was My for. favorite part about... That kind of meta commentary there. So she's a writer and she's writing a ghost story. And because she's, one, writing a ghost story and, two, a female in, like, the era, Mm -hmm. she can't get it published. That's, like... That's also part of the plot, yeah. A little part, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, towards the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Can Tom get it published? I wish. You know, they talk about it for a minute, but um, (laughs) not to give anything away. But whenever someone questions her about the ghosts in her ghost story, she, like kind of defeatedly says back the ghosts are metaphors yeah you know so that people kind of because you're supposed to understand that if you read a story and you don't get that they're metaphors then like that's kind of on you and what she's kind of doing is like trying to sell it like don't get put off by the fact that it's a ghost story because it's meaningful the ghosts are metaphors doesn't she even say it's a love story with ghosts in it Yeah. yeah 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 she's like it's not a ghost story. It's a love story with ghosts in it oh, like and the, the ghosts are metaphors. And that's exactly what the movie the is. The movie is, yeah. It's a love story with ghosts in it. Yeah, that's exactly what the movie is. So but it's kind of cool. I love that. It almost sounds like... Because whenever like a writer puts in a writer in their own story, that writer represents them mm-hmm. and like their own frustrations. And I love that like, you know, like Guillermo del Toro, who mostly does... Not horror stuff, but he does, you know, he likes horror elements. He likes monsters. He likes Frankenstein's monster a lot. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's something he's gotten a lot where he's like, all right, they're metaphors. Like, don't not take it seriously just because they're ghosts. The ghosts are metaphors. And I really like the color palette in this movie. It's a very distinct color palette. Just the costumes, the what they wear, just like everything. The vibe of the whole movie is just really cool and kind of spooky and haunting, but really beautiful. 
So yeah, that's definitely my Halloween light. Yeah. I think my other favorite thing about him is that he like does different genres and he does different genre mashups in every mm-hmm. movie. Like he's never made the same movie twice, basically. Even Hellboy and Hellboy 2 are very different. Yeah. yeah, he has a cool style. But it's like gothic time period romance with ghosts in it. Like that's nothing like any of his other movies yeah. at all. And the movie plays out as kind of like sort of a mystery. Yeah, uh, kind of a thriller. It feels like a novel from that time period, like a real yeah. page turner, you know? It does. Well, I need to read a good cool. page turner again. Same. Or you can watch Crimson Peak. <laughs> oh, do it. Beware Crimson Peak. Oh. oh shit! It's my turn, right? It is. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. Okay, that was good. All yeah. right. Well, what's your fur? What's your Halloween light? Um, I don't see anything written down. Well, oh, it's he all up here. He is <laughs> ill prepared. No, I don't like people looking through my notes. Anyway, well, I I had a bunch of different <laughs> ideas for my Halloween light, but like it just kind of came down to what I had seen most recently. So for my Halloween light, I'm gonna say Zombie Land. Mm. Oh wow, you just watched that like we just literally. saw it like three days ago. <laughs> but it's a movie I've been I've never seen and I've been wanting to watch for a long time, and we finally were able to watch it. And that movie's been out for like eleven years. Uh, eleven or years, it's maybe like it, maybe nine or two thousand ten or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's a kind of lighthearted, fun zombie actiony buddy travel movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely like a road trip movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Starring Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone. Is that one? Emma Stone, yeah. yeah. Boy Harrelson. Cassidy. Yeah. And I think uh, Abigail Breslin, right? That's the little girl. That's the little girl. Well, she's not a little girl anymore, but... No, no. At the time, (laughs) she was probably like, you know, 13 or so or 12. And so it's just like this kind of fun, lighthearted zombie movie. And looking back, like now, there's a million of those. Like zombie movies are that just kind of don't take themselves very seriously. They make jokes at like the zombies. It's just kind of like a fun, good time. And I feel like it's all kind of playing off with Zombieland in. Like they were like treading new ground then. Yeah. The only mo- only other kind of lighthearted zombie movie I can think of is Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, but that's and that also did come out like a little bit before. A little uh, before zombie. that. It's also kind of a different kind of movie. But like well, it's, after it's a very this, British movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> After this, we you got movies like uh, what's that movie about the zombies that like fall in love? Warm oh, bodies. Har- Warm yes, bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's a bunch more. They just kind of like kind of make fun of zombies. Zombie. So this, this is zombie. Zombieber is so good. Oh, I should have added that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Zombieber is not really a zombie movie. It's more of a slasher. With yeah. zombies. Zombieber. Yeah. Zombie. Oh, fuck. What? I should have did Zombievers. Or the Lassa Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zombie Land, not super hard to think about. Like, you just, you know what I mean? It's just, it's funny. Wait, did you say Zombieber? Zombie Land. Oh, I thought you just said Zombieber. No, no, no. So, Zombie Land's like just a fun time. You don't got to think about it too hard. You know, they're just kind of going around killing zombies and trying to find a place to be. And Yeah, very straightforward. Why are you making a face? You don't like it? It was boring. You, I thought you were asleep. asleep. Exactly. It was boring. You fall asleep during every movie, though. So. I really don't, though. I think if I have a complaint <laughs> about that movie, though, which is, is pretty good, and I haven't seen the sequel yet, which came out like a year or two ago, oh. is that I don't buy Jesse Eisenberg as like your relatable everyman. Is he supposed to be? That's kind of what that movie does. I bought know? him as like a bitch boy. I thought he was supposed to be just a bitch boy. 
I mean, you're, but he's kind of the protagonist, and you're supposed to believe that, like, he can get Emma Stone, too. Yeah. I just don't like him at all as an actor, well, <laughs> so that kind of put a damper on it for me. I just really don't yeah. like him. Well, there's that, and I'm like, I would buy him more as, like, a sociopath. He should always play a sociopath, like in yeah. the Facebook oh, movie. Sure. He's so seen, Lex yeah. Luthor. Or even, even Lex Luthor. Like, Ooh. I don't like that role. We've talked about this before. We have a BVS episode. But he plays a sociopath pretty good because he kind of looks like one and he sounds he, like one. Yeah, and he, he does speaks, play Zuckerberg yeah. very well. Yeah, and maybe he is a sociopath for all I know. I don't <laughs> is know. he nice in real life? He might know. be. I don't I have no idea. He, <laughs> he might, might be very like normal. Guy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. He just looks like... And I feel like Michael Sarah's not nice. You think? <laughs> yeah. That's a little random. <laughs> They're similar <laughs> in like their bitchiness. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I get them mixed up sometimes. Yeah, so that's me. That's my Halloween light. I had a light 2.0. Okay, well then uh, for light 2.0, I'll do some beavers. Okay, that okay, can so be my you, light. You, oh, do, okay, you okay. go your light 2.0. My light 2.0 are the Scooby-Doo movies. Special Scooby-Doo Scooby and the Witch's Ghost and Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Oh, and okay. like the live action ones. Like those any, are your favorite? Uh, yeah, I love those. Just Scooby-Doo in general? Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo in general. I love it. Okay. It's fun for all. Halloween right. fun for all. My, uh, I guess, light 2.0 or mm. honorable mention honorable <laughs> yeah. mention yeah would be a nightmare on elm street because that's like one of those like classic like horror classic. movies yeah. it's like a classic Isn't horror movie it's, it's, you guys just watched yeah. that right blake watched it last night and i ended up like re-watching it this morning <laughs> <laughs> like i just woke up and put it on but um no johnny depp's in that right yeah it's like the first he movie is? he was in yeah did yeah. not know that He's like a and, young um, It's like a classic horror movie. It's not really like Halloween in any way, but like, you know, it, it is like scary. You know, it's like I mean, it's a, this it's a guy slasher. going in. He, yeah, he's going into your dreams and killing yeah. you. So mm. I've never seen the original, but we saw the remake a few years ago. Do you remember? I don't like not the really. remake that much. It's kind of bad. It's got Rorschach in it. Yeah, I think the actor they picked was really good. I just yeah, think the movie was really good. bad. The movie was um, bad and weird, yeah. I never saw the original. The, the original? Not, no, not the original, no. the remake. No, I know. I, I don't uh, really remember the remake either, to be honest. And then, like, as the series goes on, Freddy just becomes more of like a funny character. Like He starts like throwing one-liners out and stuff. And yeah. he actually is funny. So... What about Freddy versus Jason? Are those any good? No. Do they it's, like fight? Is it an action not, movie? Like, what is that? It's not. I mean, it's still a slasher. Oh. Uh, so the like normal trajectory for these old horror movies is that the first one's good, and then after like three, they kind of run out of ideas, so they make them like campy, mm. and then by five or six, they're nonsense. Like yeah. Jason. Usually, X. like Same the thing. first, the first three or yeah. so are usually like solid. Yeah, yeah, no, the same thing happened with Jason. But it was so funny, though. Yeah, no, Fun Jason fact, X though. is hilarious, but that's the thing. It got to that point where it's like, all we have left is to make fun of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And just make a horrible movie that will make people laugh. I did see that Freddy versus Jason is canon to both of the series. Though. That's insane. So, yeah, by that point, because that movie came out not that long ago, like 2000s. I, was, I remember. Yeah. It was and, the last Nightmare on Elm Street movie to come out before right. the remake. So, by that point, they're like, fuck it. What can we do? Freddy Krueger, like, goes through someone's dreams, and now him and, like, Jason Voorhees are going to fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> So that was our light 2.0s, and now we're on to... Oh, no, my, my honorable mention is on beavers. Yeah, yeah, you said that. Oh, it's, it's just a really funny movie about a beaver who becomes a zombie, and then he terrorizes a cabin full of horny teenagers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Thanksgiving, but with, like, 
A it, zombie beaver. <laughs> zombie beavers might be one of the best bee movies ever. I think Thanksgiving is up there. Bee for beaver. I don't think I've ever seen Thanksgiving. You didn't watch it with us? No, I don't think I did. Oh, f- we got to watch it this November. Oh, we zombie have to. Ooh, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> a family classic for all <laughs> yeah there's titties in like the first 10 seconds of that movie perfect oh my god okay so we're gonna move on to the next category which is halloween medium so you should, yeah you should just keep doing all the announcements all the, okay you're good. yeah you're good at I it i am good at it i know you got a silky smooth voice it sounds silky today yeah Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so halloween medium who wants to start I can start. Very good. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like I'm going to get some. Before anyone can answer, I'll go. <laughs> I feel like I might get some backlash from this, but my oh, Halloween medium maybe. is Jennifer's body. That's fine. That's fine. For medium? Yeah. For medium. See, yeah. My only comment is I would have switched that with uh, Crimson Peak. I that seems more switching. of a light. I don't know why. No, actually, it's actually kind of a creepy movie. It has to, I don't know. If, I mean, it came out a while ago, so if you haven't seen it by now, it's like a cult classic at this point. Mm-hmm. But Megan Fox plays Jennifer. She gets, they're at a concert, her and her friend, Amanda Seyfried. Is that how you say her name? Seyfried or Seyfried? Seyfried. I don't Seyfried. know. <laughs> but they're friends. They're good friends in the movie. And like, they go to a concert and the band is like evil. So they like, get both the girls and they need to sacrifice a virgin or something i don't know it gets into a lot of like demonic stuff basically megan fox jennifer she turns into like this zombie i guess is she a zombie i think she's more like a haunted demon she's more of like a possessed deal. yeah yeah it seems more demonic than anything yeah more demonic yeah. than zombie-ish so like she needs to feed on human flesh though so that's kind of like the zombie and i don't know and it's definitely more creepy i think it's more horror movie-ish than crimson peak for sure i still see that as more of a love story so that's why it's more classic i mean yeah i mean i guess if that's how you want to order it for your halloween like it is more of a kind of straightforward yeah this bitch is gonna kill people it's more of a straightforward like it's almost like a slasher it's almost like a slasher yeah i would categorize it as one yeah Cause she's going around like eating people, but then like once she's fed, she's like acts normal again. But when she needs to feed, mm. she's like super like eyes are sunken in. She looks pale like, and then I honestly forget how it ends. But I like the movie a lot. I think it's very entertaining. Megan Fox is amazing. I love her. And yeah, you've seen it, Berto, right? Yeah, I we saw all it with watched you guys. it. Yeah. yeah, we watched it last year. Oh, yeah, we watched it last year. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty good actually. Yeah, I like it a lot. I thought it was. It ended up being like a funny movie. Like there's a it lot of humor funny. in it. Yeah, I kind of remember yeah. being funny, too. But yeah, I like it a lot. That was pretty good. I'm surprised you didn't pick House of Wax. That's like on par. I like House of Wax. <laughs> what, the original? No, or the original. remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the remake. <laughs> I guess I could go next. My Halloween medium is Hocus Pocus. Ooh, oh, yeah. okay. It's not like a horror movie, but it is very much a Halloween movie. Oh, for sure. And again, if you haven't seen this, this movie's like 20 something years old. So light spoilers. <laughs> They're making a sequel. They are. They, I don't know if actresses? it's going to be good. Yeah. Oh, really? The same, like Bette Midler and uh, what's her face? Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. yeah. And the other one? I, I don't know. The sure. Other famous. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> the least famous one. <laughs> but uh, the premise of that movie is basically these witches back in like, you know, the days of like Salem and stuff like that. They're actually witches, first off, and they get hanged until dead. And what is it, like a hundred years later? 
Yeah, I think it's about. Yeah, there's a candle in their old house. Their old house is like a museum now. And this dumbass kid who's a virgin lights the candle. And oh, yeah, bring, the virgin. And brings the <laughs> witches back. There's a line in the movie that's so fucking... I don't know if it's good or terrible, but... um. <laughs> He goes, yeah, so they say uh, if the candle's lit by a virgin, the witches come back. And he pulls out a lighter. He's like, so let's light this sucker. <laughs> he says that to the girl that he likes. Right, so With he's such just like, confidence. Like... <laughs> so he's just like, hey, I'm a virgin. Let's go light a candle. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, Isn't that a Disney movie? <laughs> it is. It, it is, is, yeah. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, nice. So the witches come back. They're causing all sorts of terrible things that happen they have to stop them it's a classic i consider it like a classic halloween movie oh yeah i think i saw it as a kid once and then i i had no memory of it and then we watched it like two years ago (laughs) yeah we saw it a few years ago it's one of the ones that i watch every year along with beetlejuice yeah i try to make it one that i watch every year but i feel like i missed the past couple years oh you gotta watch i feel like last year we just like didn't watch any halloween movies but this year we're making an effort we watched a bunch we watched a bunch yeah Usually every, I always squeeze in Coraline and Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride. Like every like year Bride. we watch those. And we did this year. Ooh. Or like last year. It's been yeah, a minute. Yeah, I love Corpse Bride. That's one of my faves. Or like uh, Christmas. Or, the Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. I still have not finished Nightmare Before Christmas. I have no idea how it ends. What? No, <sighs> I fall asleep every time. Oh, we should watch it. We should. That's a good one. It's a good musical. It's- it's a perfect November movie because it's not yet Halloween. It's, between it's, Halloween it's not and Halloween. Christmas. It's not yet Christmas. Is it more and of a Christmassy movie? It depends on how you look at it. Yeah, it's an amalgamation of Halloween and Christmas. It, it, it can Christmas definitely spirit? be either one. Yeah, yeah. There's Christmas spirit. There's tons of Christmas spirit. There's also a lot it's of a Halloween spirit. Movie. Yeah, there's wow. tons of Halloween spirit too. I can't believe you've never seen that. We watched it. Is that like Blake's favorite? That's it Blake's is. favorite movie. He loves that. <laughs> it's movie. a good movie. The Oogie Boogie Man is like kind of scary. Who is yeah, that? Yeah, a little like the bit, villain yeah. at the end. Oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, Oogie Boogie. Anyway, that wasn't my pick. I just we were talking about movies that we usually would watch every year. My Halloween medium pick is Pan's Labyrinth. We just watched that too. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I feel like I can't talk about movies that I vaguely remember, so I'm mm. mostly just talking about movies that I've seen like this season. Again, written directed by Guillermo del Toro. It's about you've never seen it, right, Berta? No, I need okay, to. Don't, That's another don't one. Don't spoil anything see. either. But it's, it's like, like a, a period piece. It's a period piece fairy tale. Okay, so it's set in 1940s Spain. So at the end of their civil war. So Spain had a civil war where the fascist party won around the same time that World War II was happening, and like fascists won over Italy and Germany. They weren't really part of World War II uh, because they were having their own civil war, right? And so this little girl's mom gets married to a like a army officer for the fascists, and they move in to like his base of operations, which is like this mansion out in like a village in Spain. And so like her stepdad's like the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's like essentially a Nazi, for lack of a better word. But she believes in fairy tales, and so she gets there and she realizes that she's in like this like fairy tale area like she meets like uh what are they called fairies fairies i keep wanting to say pixies. they were grasshoppers at first whoa it's they're really yeah, well whoa. designed so like so she meets this area and that leads her to like this fawn right 
like a classic fairy tale the fawn tells her that like you know you're like an, actually a fairy princess but in order to prove that you're actually the fairy princess from prophecy you need to fulfill three tasks and that sets up her story right but interesting thing about this movie is that it's essentially two movies like jammed together because yeah. it's the fairy tale story but it's also like this wartime spy thriller right because the bad guy her stepfather the the captain has like a maid who's a spy and she's got her own thing going on with the resistance fighters and this is sounding just less and less like a halloween horror movie at all <laughs> let me finish well so, you have to explain the spooky parts well let me get there so you could easily cut this into two different movies and each one makes sense so it's really interesting that he's paired this war movie with this little girl's like fairy tale adventure, right? But it's a parable. So like most fairy tales, it's a parable that has like a lesson. You know, like most like fairy tales are either like, you know, you're a kid who's going to have like wish fulfillment. So like, what do you want? Like a house full of candy? You're going to get it. Or like, you want to be a princess? Actually, you're this, you know, super magical princess or whatever. Or the kid gets eaten and it's supposed to be like a lesson in like, you know, don't talk to strangers. Listen to your parents. Like, <laughs> don't eat. Gretel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, don't saying. eat like this person's house or like Elsa. Yeah. yeah. The one that that one's based on the Snow Queen, like kills kids. Oh, yeah. She's like that. bad. Yeah. Oh, she's a bitch. Well, they were going to have Elsa be a villain. <laughs> yeah. And then they reworked it. But my point is, it's like that's how these fairy tales work. And so when the girl is talking to the fawn. It's very ambiguous. You're not supposed to know if he's like well-meaning or not. Mm. Like the whole time you're like, maybe he wants her to become this princess or maybe he's going to fucking eat her, <laughs> like yeah, murder it's very, her. He's creepy. It's very creepy. I feel like after this movie came out there, it became a trend to do like creepy fairy tale stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I noticed a lot about yeah. that movie and a lot of his movies? The sound effects for like the steps and bones cracking and chew- like his sound effects are so extreme and crackly, you know? Oh, you think? Yeah, like, the way the fawn moves, every time he takes a step, it's so, like... Yeah. I'm really happy you brought that up. And, like, Two deliberate. <laughs> yeah, it's very, like, the in fawn your face. in this... Because a fawn is a mythical creature that's half goat, like, goat legs, yeah. human torso, right? He's got a goat face, too. It's creepy. So, his design evolved as they were making the movie, and they made it more... Because the fairy creatures are all, like, one with nature. So, he's not just a fawn that's, like, half goat, half man. He's also mostly, like bark and twigs and like leaves he's like part of like a he's like half tree basically and so when he's awake and like he's like very crackly and he moves real weird and doug jones plays it incredibly and the makeup's incredible the creature effects are so good and also uh we just watched hellboy 2 and there's tooth fairies in there they're like evil little little like bat sized uh creatures that want to eat your bones Um, they eat your teeth Yes. Yes. Uh, And And the rest of you. (laughs) The sound effect that he used for that was teeth drills, like at the dentist. Really? Yeah, like like that. Mm. And so when you you see the fairies flying around, that's what you hear. And it may take you a minute to realize, like, why your mouth hurts. Oh. But, like, you feel it in your teeth. Oh, yeah. He uses sound a lot to, like. He's got some great Foley artists. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's um, Pan's Labyrinth. But to what you were saying about uh, what we were talking about, Crimson Peak, mm. the ghosts are metaphors. Like, yeah. what is he doing by combining these two stories? It's a metaphor. So it's a commentary on like Whoa. politics and how like fascism took over Spain and obviously Europe and what we're World getting War II so and, like, deep. Well, that's what the movie's about. <laughs> and All that's right. your Halloween medium. That's, that's yeah, Halloween, Halloween medium. That's well, my heavies have. See, that's the thing. We're all in different scales because we do have different scales. Uh, Birdo's yeah. two picks have been pretty light, like <laughs> Beetlejuice and uh, and Hocus Pocus, and mine have been. My Halloween medium is pretty heavy. My Halloween medium was kind of medium. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to Halloween heavy, the grand finale. Let's circle back to Birdo. Oh, all right. My Halloween heavy is Trick or Treat. Oh, and, I forgot about that one. Trick and that's treat. like a very like Halloween focused yes. movie. I mean, that's it's about a, I, f- I like that movie. It's good. <laughs> and, I've never um, seen it. So yes, you have. No, I haven't. It's like an anthology Explosion. type movie. So it's a bunch of like short stories, but they're all connected in that um, they all involve this what looks like a little costumed boy. And the little pumpkin. Na- yeah, he's got like a little pumpkin. Well. You find out later that his face is like a pumpkin, but like he's wearing like a almost like a burlap sack over his face. Mm-hmm. And his name is Sam. He has a name. I did not know that. Basically, um, throughout all these stories, something is that the same that name happens. that we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. For all these stories, it's like um, he's in all of them because in each of the stories, like something happens where somebody's like breaking like some sort of like sacred tradition of Halloween, and when that happens, they get punished by him. Usually they get killed. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and it's a, from what I remember, a relatively gory movie. It's creepy. It's creepy. It, yeah. It's very creepy, but it is very, very, very Halloween because all of this literally takes place on like one Halloween night, and it's cool because like each of the stories, like you'll see characters from the other stories, and it'll be like either like before that character died, or you'll see something happen to a character in the background, and then you'll see their story later. It's just it's a really interesting movie to watch. It is. Is this the one where one of the stories is like a, a haunted school bus or something? And they're in like a swampy it was, area? Um, it was a school bus full of yeah. kids. Yeah. And the bus driver killed them all. Like by That's driving, right. That's one by of driving the off premises. a quarry. Yeah. Yeah. Did he kill himself too? Um, yeah. I guess I I'll watch part of the movie. plot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where did this watch. come out? Like 07. I've barely heard of this it? movie, no. Hmm. I think it was like a pretty low budget movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it was produced by Brian Singer, though, I found out. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't again? direct it. He's the pedophile from oh, X-Men. Oh, right, right, right. He's the dude that made X-Men also diddled kids. Damn. Jeez. Um, <laughs> but it is a good movie. And it's you very Halloween the, heavy. The little pumpkin kid with the burlap sack and the little lollipop. That doesn't yeah, he's ring got a bell. the little lollipop. Yeah, he's kind of cute. I've never heard of any of this. So you see his face. Oh, yeah. I've Yo, never seen his like, actual face. There's a lot of shit with him at Spirit. There is. Spirit Halloween loves that little kid. Like, they yeah. have so many costumes. Yeah, that's it. This is new to me. I've never seen this before in my life. What? I'll have to watch it. It's good. That's kind of freaky. It reminds it, me it, of it's that. It's got a rogue from X-Men in it. Oh, yeah? What's her name? Um, oh, yeah. Anna, Anna Paquin. Paquin. That's right. One of the stories, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that creepy Christmas anthology. 
What's that? You were talking about that, I feel like, last year. Yeah. We should watch it this Christmas. It's like a spooky Christmas. It's like three or four different little stories. I think they connect somehow, but it's kind of good. But it's also like a scary Christmas movie. I don't know. But it, it gives me the same vibes. All right. Did you want to add anything, Birdo? No, that's, that's all I got. That's a good pick. My Halloween heavy, which it was Hocus Pocus, but we already talked about that. Oh, no. <laughs> you can talk yeah. about how you feel I'll, about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to talk about how I was I afraid this would it. happen. I also, I have a one that's kind of right in line with Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Sorry. He was I like just pretending it. to grab someone's I No, I was just stretching. <laughs> he, this is how he stretched. He's clawing his fingers and then he goes, yeah. who are you groping? <laughs> Stretch your fingers like this. I don't know why your fingers need stretching. Anyway, I chose Hocus Pocus because it's a Halloween classic. It's very Halloween-y. It's like the most Halloween heavy. It's fun. I love the vibe. I love the Sanderson sisters. Like, I love everything about it. It just reminds me of, like, I think we watched it maybe once as kids. So it was. it's not really like a childhood movie for me, but it's definitely become like a movie I want to watch every year. Okay. Yeah, that's the type of movie you put on, like... While you're handing out candy on Halloween. You have it on in the background. Yeah. It's kind of like Um, a background movie. It is. My other pick, which is kind of right in line, is the movie Halloween. Obviously, it's a classic. That's the one with Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the first one, Halloween. Now, the reason I picked this, I don't like... I like the movie, but it gives me like very nostalgic Halloween vibes. Because every year we would go trick-or-treating. We'd come back to the house... And, like, we would always organize our candy. Like, I know everyone did that. Like, you put up in the little categories. Did you do that, Birdo, as a kid? Yeah. See? Everyone did. I, did know, you? I, I know. Babe, for sure you did with your OCD. How do you know? You weren't there. <laughs> you for sure knew, did that. I don't think sure. I for sure did and that. And then you trade. So our thing was we'd come back from trick-or-treating. We'd all be kind of tired. We'd put on the Halloween channel because, like, or whatever channels the were hell is the Halloween channel? What no, kind of like cable did you whatever have? <laughs> was on TV was always the Halloween specials, and the movie Halloween was always on. So, like for me, that movie reminds me of That's like a violent that... movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how old were you? I mean, this was mainly in Florida, like when we moved here. Like, we were really little. We we would put on like Winnie the Pooh, yeah, Boo to You too, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Charlie Brown, the Great. Yeah, Pumpkin. We, yeah, we would watch like the Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. Like when we were little, we would have those type of movies on. But when we moved here, we were a little bit older. Like, middle I don't know, high, six, middle, middle school, high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, Florida middle made them school. edgy. Oh yes, we were so edgy. So we would um, organize our candy. That movie would be on in the background. It's just it's like oh, like Halloween vibes all day, and I like the movie. You know because that- I like I like slasher movies because it gives you spooky vibes. It's like interesting, it's they're fun, but it doesn't keep me up at night. Like I really don't love I like scary movies. I like the idea of them, but I don't actually enjoy like after the movie's over, like when everyone goes home, like all your friends who are watching and like you're I have to like tuck myself in the bed and think about the movie. Like I feel like not everyone does that and I feel like I do it anytime I'm scared. <laughs> Yeah, and it keeps me up at night. Scary movie. I but I know there's people that it doesn't affect them or phase them at all. Like they can put on a scary movie at midnight by themselves and fall asleep, like and they're fine. But I just assume everything's gonna happen to me that happened in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) So, but slasher movies don't bother me at all because I just know that they're just so extreme. It's eerie stuff that bothers me that I can't watch. But you say that like 
the events of a slasher movie are maybe the most likely thing to happen to you. Now, I will say there is a difference to me between like a slasher movie and a movie about like a home invasion killer. Like those to me are very different. So it's Scream, a slasher or a home invasion movie? Well, a lot of these, the killer goes to multiple places like Scream. Isn't he at a school? Like they're everywhere. It's ridiculous. Like they're in costume. Like to me, it's more like, okay, this is like. Yeah, but like serial killers and like murders. That's real. Like that can't happen to you. Someone can break into your house and like stab you with a knife. Oh, see now I'm going to be. No, I'm saying like if you, (laughs) I'm saying if you compare that to like any of the other movies we've talked about, those are the most realistic ones. The most feasible ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, besides like someone coming in, going going into your dreams and killing you like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, sure. No, if it's a movie about dreams, then I'm definitely going to dream about it. But like Halloween is about. So Michael, Michael Myers Later movies make him like this spiritual creature, basically, oh. that can't be killed. But oh, in the first movie, he's just a guy that escaped the like psych ward mm. and like and goes to people. like and just starts killing people. Mm, so like it's very possible. <laughs> like that actually happens. But the way that they're filmed for me isn't scary. Oh. They're what more jump Texas scares. Chainsaw Massacre. That's another one. It doesn't it doesn't really bother me. That one's based on real events. Oh, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but movies like The Strangers, uh, we should also name a scary movie we'll never watch again. For me, it's The Strangers. I will never watch that movie again. I've I seen it twice some, for some reason. And it keeps me up at night. I uh, mine was um, Signs. Uh, see, alien movies that's don't bother me. That's not scary. It's not scary okay, at okay, all. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I was like eight. Okay. (laughs) And it scared the shit out of me. And I know if I watched it today, I'd be like, well, this is stupid. Joaquin Phoenix just runs in swinging a baseball bat. (laughs) Yeah. At the time, it scared the shit out of me. And I didn't never want to watch it again. Wow. Um, I can't think of a single one that like, I guess I would say like The Exorcist because it's just so gross. Like, I don't need to Mm. see that again. Yeah. I'd be fine with not seeing that again. Like the original The Exorcist? Yeah. Yeah. Who's supposed to go for him? Me, but you're the person, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're I'm, a that's, moderator. That's all for me for Halloween Heavy. Arnaldo, what is your Halloween Heavy pick? Okay, my Halloween Heavy pick is not a movie. It's a TV show. You seem oh. really hyped up to talk about it. Oh, no. Yeah, no, you are. That's good. Okay. That's all I had to say. I raised my eyebrows slightly, and she's like... <laughs> no, his know? eyes lit up like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> wow. A kid on Halloween with lots of candy. So my Halloween heavy is The Haunting of Hill House, TV show on Netflix. I knew it. Yeah, we all Duh. knew it this you whole read time. My notes. I did. <laughs> Might be my favorite thing, like my favorite show ever. You like, like not dark just... things. Yeah, I'm just saying like it's not just it, it transcends Halloween. Like it's it's yeah. it's incredible. It's very loosely based on a novel. It's a ghost story, right? It's about a haunted house. But it's also like what it really is is a family drama yeah so it's a tv show it's like 10 episodes i think uh so it's long it's a lot longer than a movie but it's well worth it it's as long as it needs to be because it's so much rich storytelling it's in the lost format so basically like it jumps back and forth in flashbacks um and each episode centers around a different character so it's about this family with five kids that lived in a haunted house when they were kids and this horrible thing happened. And in present day, they're all adults and they're still kind of processing and dealing with 
the trauma of the horrible thing. Basically, their mom died. But the circumstances of it are very mysterious. And they still don't fully know all the details. And it jumps back and forth from when they're adults to when they're kids living in the house, right? But it is such an incredible story about this family. And it's not really scary. Don't get me wrong. It's scary. The way it's filmed and written Take like the scariest movie you've ever seen, whether it's like a ghost thing or like whatever. And this has all of that. Like it doesn't rely too much on jump scares, although there is there are a few jump scares. There's only a couple. There's one that's really egregious. But for the most part, (laughs) you know, it relies on very good filmmaking and techniques. You know, it's very beautifully shot. It's got incredible music. Like we were saying, the ghosts are scary at times, but then when you kind of like learn more about the show and watch it more, you realize they're just metaphors, just like Crimson Peak, the ghosts are metaphors for all the kinds of different emotions that can haunt you. So that can be about guilt, inadequacy, regret, trauma, uh, depression, addiction. Each character is basically haunted by something real, like not a ghost, but the show kind of paints these things as like ghosts that haunt them. And this isn't a spoiler. It was uh, confirmed by Mike Flanagan, the creator. Each of the kids represents a different stage of grief. So one of them represents um, denial, anger. Depression. Depression. Bargaining. So it's it's bargaining, then depression, Mm. then acceptance. Um, As the story kind of progresses and it's... It's just so, so good. One of my favorite things about the show, too, you know, besides, like like I said, the story and the cinematography and whatever, the monologues. So they find a way to give a different character, like, this really long monologue in, like, almost every, almost every episode. Oh, and yeah. it's just so well written and so well acted that just anybody can really appreciate it. And then also a fun fact, there's, like, hidden ghosts in the entire show couple characters are running in a hallway at the end of the hallway there's just like a person standing there and you may not notice it and like i watched the entire show without realizing it and then afterwards i learned about it and i'm like i didn't see a single person in the background and i had to go back and rewatch it whoa it's crazy i've never seen uh the show though and i need to <laughs> you absolutely need to he did a sequel series called haunting of bly manor because they were supposed to be kind of like an anthology because it has all the same, not all, but several of the same actors doing a different like haunted house story based on a different like real novel. Okay. There's also like a lot of sprinkling of other things like original stories, Edgar Allan Poe. Hmm. A lot of like the ghost backstories were written by their writers, but they were posting it on Reddit on No Sleep. For years. As they were writing this, they were posting it on No Sleep, which is like the subreddit where you can... I I love that subreddit. Yeah, you can write like creepy short stories. I don't think I would thrive there at all. Oh, it's so good. And there's some... I mean, they're all like user submitted, but there's some like really good ones. Wait, and Hill House started on that? No, the writers of the show were writing short stories and putting them on No Sleep and basically like testing them. Oh. And a lot of those ended up in the show. But afterwards, people were like, this sounds familiar. And they kept on finding oh, their wow. short stories. Like, Wait a minute. I read this. Yeah. Whoa, that's kind of cool. For Bly Manor or Hill House? Or For both? Hill House. Oh, okay. So then Bly Manor. And then now he did a show that came out this uh, year called uh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. That yeah. one I actually, I was so close to like starting the other day. 
We were too. Yeah, we almost started it. But I want to go through all of them because are I've, they I've not seen like House. are they all related or is it just no no. So, Bly Manor is a sequel series, but it's an anthology. Okay. So, it shares, like, the music, a lot of the... It's very similar cinematography, and a lot of, like, the same tropes are there, a lot of the same themes, and same actors. But it's a completely different story. Okay. And then Midnight Mass is its own thing, because it's, like, not about a haunted house, so it doesn't fit with, like, the show. Is it about a haunted church? I think it's about a creepy, like, Like pastor that comes in town. And then, like... He's like getting people. I think he's getting people into the church, and it's creepy. I don't know. Okay, but he's also done some movies. uh, Gerald's Game, one about a mirror, and then Doctor Sleep. Mm. Oh, which I haven't seen yet. It's a sequel to um, The Shining. The Shining, yeah. Oh, like the ultimate haunted house. Yeah. Isn't there a Doctor Sleep that's like a superhero movie? There's a Doctor Fate. Oh, is it Doctor Strange? Maybe, I'm think- Maybe I was thinking of Doctor Strange. I'm like, Doctor Sleep. I thought, oh, I don't know. No, Doctor Sleep is the movie. Mm. It's a movie that's based on the book. The book is a sequel to the book The Shining. But the movie The Shining is very different from the book. Oh. And uh, So is the movie a sequel to the book? or The, the movie is a sequel to both. Because oh. what's his face? Stephen King? Stephen King famously hates The Shining. The movie. The movie. Which is weird. Well, it's so different than his book. Yeah. And so he wrote a sequel many years later called Dr. Sleep. And then somehow Mike Flanagan was able to make a movie on Dr. Sleep that references the movie The Shining enough that we can be satisfied to be seeing a a Shining sequel. But also Stephen King is satisfied in that they made a good movie about his book. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's almost like an impossible task. Well, it's weird that he hated The Shining so much because that was one of the more well-received Stephen King movies. Might, might be like the best one. But it's like like if you pour your heart and soul into something and then someone else takes a big shit on it. I guess, then, yeah. You know, even if it's good. Not like, everyone might see it as a shit. No. And like, mo- most, people, most people most people don't. don't. That's right, the thing. Right. Like, they made something that's also very good, but they took your thing and just like changed you know, it. Changed, changed it, it. Yeah. yeah. You have thoughts on Hill House, right? Um, I got a couple thoughts. I saw the first episode a while ago, probably like a year ago, and it scared the shit out of me. I was up <laughs> all night, didn't like it. It's intriguing though. So like obviously, and that's what I hate about scary movies is I like the themes of scary movies. I like being spooked out, but then I regret it the second I go to bed because it keeps me up at night. So I've seen that. I saw part of an episode, maybe episode four, and then I saw pretty much the whole episode five, which that one wasn't scary, but it was sad and I cried. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was so sad. The show does a lot to you. It does. I think that's something that I told you going in. I was like, it's not as scary as it is just sad. First episode's pretty scary. Yeah. But the more you watch it, the less scary it gets. Because, like, every ghost ends up having, like, backstories, and mm. you end up meeting them all, like, in different points in the show, and by the end, you're like, it's not, it, I don't know, it doesn't feel scary by the okay, end, even you though the beginning say, is scared. You said one of the episodes kept you up, and you were scared or something. I wasn't scared, it kept me up because it's very much, so th- that episode is very much about, like, childhood trauma. Which episode is it? The second one. Mm. Because the girl in it, she has a very fucked up, like, first experience with death. So, like, she adopts, like, this box of kittens, and then they, like, die. And oh, that, it, you told me about that. And it yeah. fucks with her pretty bad. 
And by that point, the show's kind of trying to get you to feel for like, you know, what childhood trauma haunts you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like, I don't have like, you know, childhood trauma. I had a very nice childhood, but it still makes you think about like your childhood and like, like, does that have an effect on my adulthood? And like, am I oh, like processing sure. things still? You know, like all these really like psychological concepts. See, I don't, I don't like that. And either. that kept me awake. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I was scared. I was like, oh my God, like, am I still processing my childhood? Am I okay? <laughs> you know? Whoa. Oh yeah. See, I, I feel like I process my childhood every day. Oh, okay. But not in like a bad way or anything. I like just feel like a, a lot of way. a lot of things you go through as a child, like it's ingrained in you. It shapes who you are. So it's like, oh, I oh, do those this are your formative because... years. Yeah, exactly. But I remember you said there was one episode that you said you were scared someone was going to knock on the door or something. What? Yeah, do I don't remember, remember that? that. You don't remember that? Was You're it like, a oh, dream? I was actually scared. Like I was scared I was going to hear a knock on the door. Like you said something like that. Well, I mean, again, it is scary. Yeah, you were spooked. Yeah, it might have spooked me a little bit. <laughs> oh, I got him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's that was her like main yeah, objective of this scared. whole thing. That's all I wanted. Cause see, you have a hard time admitting when you're scared or when you're drunk. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So, let's uh air all the grievances now, people. I'm not but drunk. Guys... I've only had like three highlights in an hour. <laughs> On my birthday. That is what he says verbatim. <laughs> yeah. Because I drink that fast. But yeah, it's so sad. It's good, though. Eventually, I feel like you're going to watch it. I probably well, will. My whole thing is, like, I love to hear all the spoilers. I know basically everything that happens I told in the show. Yeah. He, told, he tells me pretty much everything. Wow. And I like to watch shows and movies like this where I, I know when those super scary parts are going to happen because I'll, I'll close my eyes. Yeah. But I probably will end up watching the whole thing. I just don't know if I'll do that now. Okay. Okay, so we did... Placing the Halloween characters in a movie, whatever, that didn't explain it well. We did light, medium, heavy, and our, the third one is we have to assign each other a comic book character. Okay. And then once you're assigned your character, you have to decide what they would dress up as for Halloween and why. Ooh. So I have already have my two I assigned for you guys, and then you're going to have to think on your feet and explain why oh, you would dress them a certain way. Cool. Okay. Let's start with Arnaldo. Let's hear what you have to say. So you want me to assign? You're assigning me a character, and I have to decide who they're going to dress up as, and same for Berto. Okay. So start with me. All right. I'm going to assign you Harley Quinn, because everyone dresses up as Harley Quinn for Halloween. So what does Harley Quinn dress up as for Halloween? Harley Quinn. Okay, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn would dress as... Do you know what I think she... I think she would dress as, like, a sexy Batman. It also doesn't have to be, like... That's that's great. It doesn't have to be, like, a... A cost, superhero. It can be or, any costume. No, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. I I went through, like, oh, like... Like, it could be something generic, like a fairy or a witch yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. No, no. I think she would dress as, like, a sexy Batman. For obvious reasons. Yeah. I think she would think it's funny. I think she would... Her and the Joker would have some weird kinky sex. Like she'd have oh, that outfit geez. on. Like I think she would go in. I mean, it's Harley Quinn. Damn, cool. I did good. That was pretty Alexander good. The Joker yeah. wants to fuck Batman. Probably. I mean, oh, for sure. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. yeah, pretty much. So okay. yeah, that's definitely my final answer. All right. So now I go assign him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Johnny Blaze. 
Johnny <laughs> Blaze, the Ghost Rider. Okay, Ooh, Ghost Rider. One. What would he dress up as? He's already a monster. Yeah, how does he cover <laughs> up? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> well, and this answer might be kind of boring, but I think he'd dress up as Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel, or just like a stuntman. <laughs> that's what he loves to do. Yeah, but he'd wear like the evil Knievel, like stars and stripes. Yep, stars and stripes, and the helmet and everything. He decorated the if, bike. But then, what if he turns into Ghost Rider and he lights on fire? Oh, uh, then I guess his costume's done. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what he's wearing. Well, I, I guess he's now more like evil Knievel Ghost Rider, which Ooh. I'm sure there's art of that somewhere. Oh, okay. Those are good answers, like you guys. It. Yeah, we damn, we killed it, Birdo. Wow. All right, now we're going to have Birdo go next. I am assigning Sable Hawkeye. Oh, okay. (laughs) What would he dress as? Hawkeye, because he's like kind of serious. Um, And sometimes he takes himself too seriously. (laughs) So I feel like he would dress. Yeah, does he? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, when he has that mohawk in that one movie, he's just trying to. Well, be his cool. kids are dead. So. Oh, true. Is this before or after his kids die? Just it doesn't matter. At any point in time. What year is he going trick or treating? Like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, now that his kids are back. Okay. He's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I like that. Present day Hawkeye. Um, I think he was. He would do a family costume with him, his wife, and his oh, kid. Yeah. Okay. So it would definitely be a trio thing. Maybe like some of the Ninja it's Turtles. Oh, he has two kids. I think so. Ninja Turtles would one. still work. No, three kids. He has three kids. He has three. I don't yeah, because in the that. movie Age of Ultron, you meet two kids and she's pregnant. Oh, she's preg. Okay. And then yeah, later you Nathaniel. see all three kids. Oh, yeah. okay. You know the names of the kids? Yeah, it's in the movie. It's part of the plot. Fuck, have... It's, it's part of the plot. Because they're going to name her, name the baby after Natasha. Oh. And then because it's a boy, he she goes, <gasps> it's Nathaniel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like the male version of Natasha. <laughs> Part of me had a really like fucked up thought. I was like, oh, what if he dresses as Black Widow? <laughs> but that'd be so dark. Oh, my God. Just like what? Dead friend? <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Did you just not get what I oh. said? <laughs> yeah, I forgot we we're talking about Hawkeye. <laughs> Okay, no, he would definitely do... He's like a family dad, so I think he would definitely do a family costume. I don't know why I keep going back to the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles? I don't... Because they're... <laughs> it's like, I think if there was a Marvel movie set in Halloween season, and for some reason Hawkeye was in it and he was dressing up, I think they would use the Ninja Turtles because they're like crime fighting. Okay. And it'd be kind of meta a little. Who's, is who's he? Is he dressing up as Splinter? Ooh. Uh, no, he'd be a turtle. Casey Jones. Turtles. Casey Jones. No, he wouldn't be Casey. They would oh. just each pick a turtle. He'd be like the red one, and I don't know. I could just see that. Why wouldn't it be Leonardo? He's like <laughs> the leader. That? Which color is he? Blue. Blue. Oh, he's Which is the sword. angry one. That's the red one. Michael. That's the red one. That's Raphael. Michelangelo's oh, a party dude. But he's not. He's not oh, an angry yeah. guy though. Kind Hawkeye? of is. Yeah. He kind of is. I he's not he, not angry. In Endgame he was an angry. I mean, he's guy. angry in Endgame, but again, like his kids are dead. I guess they would decide amongst themselves which Ninja <laughs> Turtle they would be. <laughs> you know what I think? I think he would be Robin Hood because he's not very creative. <laughs> oh wow. He'd just be another archer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, but yeah, okay. that's my final answer for that. Okay. Oh, cool. Good job. And my assignment for Arnaldo is Starfire. 
Starfire. Oh, she doesn't know Titans. shit about Earth. Oh. Okay. Starfire. I felt like that would be a fun one. That's coming from left field. <laughs> I feel like she would probably dress up as something from like her world that she might think is like funny, but everyone else thinks it's gross. Gross? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like see a- her being gross. She's an alien. Yeah, but she's pretty. Well, she's pretty. <laughs> but what if something she thinks is like, because everyone's like, oh, we're dressing up as scary things. And she's like, oh, I, this is scary. It's from my home world. It would be like a and mean girl else... situation where Lindsay Lohan dresses up as the scary zombie bride ex-wife. And then it totally doesn't yeah, go with the exactly. Vibe. And everyone else is like, what are you doing? Like, you have to dress hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, she'll go too she... far with it. Is she the mean girl situation? Starfire? Because she's kind of the outsider. Yeah, she's the outsider. She yeah. doesn't fully get it. She took it. She'll take it. I mean, the literally. other Titans aren't going to be mean to her, but they might no. you know, poke some fun. Or maybe she dresses up as like, <laughs> like Jason Voorhees or something, <laughs> and she like goes like and collects real blood or something, and she's like, "I did it. I made my costume." Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Whoa! <laughs> she collects real blood from where? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like from who? Like a goat, a fish. I don't see her butchering the butcher, animals she goes for to the butcher a costume. Shop. Good God. She goes to a blood bank. Well, she doesn't understand, like... I'm sure she you know? would know not to do that. I would well, see her doing, oh. like, a classic costume, like a ghost. Like a sheet with the holes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I saw it in this movie. Oh, and look we're like, well, scary. people typically... <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be mm. more cute about it. I like it. your idea about Mean Girls. It'd be like the Mean Girls scene where she yeah. shows up as like the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And, and everyone's <laughs> like, why aren't your tits out? <laughs> yeah. She's like, my tits are always out. So. And then I, I, I love when. To do something different. Yeah. When Gretchen or Karen, I forget their names. She's like, oh, you're so scary. And she's like. It's Halloween. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, she's actually, like, frightened when she yeah, sees her. Yeah, she's actually scared of like, her costume. That's such a good scene. That's such a good movie. That's a great movie. Uh, love Mean Girls. We should do an episode where we do our favorite, like, chick flick movie. <sighs> That's so specific. <laughs> All right, guys, like for a... this special, we're doing chick flicks. Sounds like It'd a Sable and Summer podcast. Yeah. Oh, me and Summer could be on it. Maybe Valentine's Day? I'm down. Oh, you're actually yeah. contemplating. It's a maybe. It's a very small maybe. Like a hard maybe. Insert, a hard insert a comic maybe. book character into a rom com. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> That's not that bad, actually. WandaVision doesn't count. Why not? Because it's oh. already been done. It has? Yeah, oh, oh, by WandaVision. Act- by WandaVision. That's right. Whoa, <laughs> I forgot. It's literally <laughs> been done. Okay, so now I'm assigning you guys. So I'm going to assign Arnaldo the Hulk. In his Hulk form. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, what could he even mm. wear? Whoa. I think it'd be really cute that he would dress up. I think maybe Hulk would dress up as the Thing, and the Thing would dress up as the Hulk. Because they're both like, I don't know, like, we're big dudes. What are we going to dress up as? Yeah. This other famous big dude. Oh. Whoa. Or maybe, maybe he dresses up as, like, a gorilla or a rhino. Like animal, something big. Yeah, he puts like a horn on his head, and he's like, "I'm a rhino." And was like, "Green, like Beast Boy." <laughs> oh, yeah. just no. like a like a really cheap outfit. And everyone's like, "Good job, Hulk." Do like, you think he'd have it. fun with it, or he would be annoyed by it? He'd be I don't angry. think he can have fun. <laughs> well, okay, what happened to Bruce Banner as being like half the hybrid, half Hulk, half himself? How did that? Why did that only last in one movie? We and then don't he was know. Back to himself. We don't know. 
Yeah. Will we ever find well, out? Well, we okay. So what we know so far, last time we saw him, he was Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. right? So he had kind of mastered both like worlds. his like his, Hannah Montana, his both yeah, just like Hannah Montana. Like he, he learned how to handle both. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got the best of both worlds. <laughs> he that's what I was gonna oh, say. I got God, you. you killed it. Yeah, right. So he's Hulk, but he's also still himself. And then we saw him in a cameo in uh, Shang-Chi, and he is back to back being to Dr. Banner. So I don't know. Did they just slip up and that's a plot hole? Could be, but <laughs> I mean, I doubt it. Oh, okay. They're not dumb. Well, you never know. <laughs> so, yeah, he dressed up as a, as a bad-looking rhino. Interesting. Or the thing. Well, which one of the... <laughs> I don't know. You said a couple for one, didn't you? No, I was solid with my answer. Oh, okay. Well, a rhino. Whoa. Like a cute rhino. <laughs> okay, cute rhino. And for Birdo, I've assigned you Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Your favorite. Oh, oh man. What would she dress up as? I already have my idea for what she would dress up as. Uh, a pilot. A pot, she would not. That's, that's like, yeah. One of the like people that shows creative. up. At the, one of the people that shows up at the party. She's like, I'm myself, basically. Well, that goes along with. But I wrote down. I wrote down. She would wear one of those shirts that says, "This is my costume." Ugh. Trying to be funny, but she's not. And that's basically the whole Captain Marvel movie. Whoa! <laughs> just like roasting her. Oh I'm god! Not hating on it that much. No, I am. <laughs> All right, this is Birdo's time goes, to shine. She goes, Bur- right. She goes, Birdo, I'm going to assign you Captain Marvel so I can jump in and say all the <laughs> things I hate about her. I'm done talking. It's Birdo's time. I mean, a, a pilot. Oh, oh, that's really that's... your, okay. Yeah, no, like that's I what I think she would wear. I think she would too, actually. <laughs> She's wow. like, I, I'm an Air Force pilot. And then she'd laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're there, she'll dress up as Nick Fury. Oh. All right, so that's it for that. I think the last thing we're going to do before we wrap this up is what we did in the Christmas special, which is in the spirit of putting movies into the Phantom Zone, we're going to go around the room and put everyone else's movies in the Phantom Zone or not in the Phantom Zone. So all you can of either... them or just the Halloween heavies? No, all of them. Oh, all of them. Okay. Yeah, we did it pretty quick. Okay. Basically, you know, as we do on our podcast, like we decide if a movie should go in the Phantom Zone to like be forgotten for forever or you should like remember it and, and it should be out and about and rewatched. Right? Mm-hmm. So go to Berto's movies, his light, medium, heavy. Okay. He can remind you. And then you are going to say if you would keep those movies out or put them in the Phantom Zone. All right. Can you remind me what yours were? My light was Beetlejuice. My medium was Hocus Pocus. And my heavy was Trick or Treat. I've never seen Beetlejuice, so I feel like I can't really say either way. You can take a shot in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) But you also said you were wanting to watch it. Yeah, so I don't want to throw it in the Phantom Zone if I haven't seen it. So I'll keep it. Hocus Pocus, obviously keep it. It's a Halloween classic. And Trick or Treat, I like that movie. It's scary. I'd keep it as well. Berto, let's see. It was Beetlejuice. Keep for sure. Hocus Pocus, I'm going to put in the Phantom Zone. I don't like that movie very much. I've never liked it. He's just trying to be different. No, I'm not. Like, I honestly, I'm just like, it's fine, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not captivated by it like everybody else. Wow. Damn, you don't have the Halloween spirit. I have all the Halloween spirit. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're all So, and then uh, Trick or Treat, I've never seen. If you guys say it's worth, like, me watching, then I will. Well, it's worth it. at least one watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so I'll keep it for now. 
How about that? Whoa. Okay. Should we do Sable or me? We can do Sable. We can do my movies. Okay. So mine are Crimson Peak for light, medium Jennifer's Body, heavy Halloween slash Hocus Pocus. So, Birdo, what do you think about Crimson Peak? I've never seen it, so I don't really have an opinion on it. So I guess I'll keep it because I do want to see it. What was your medium? Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. I mean, I'll keep it. I don't personally consider it a Halloween movie, but I'll keep it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a horror. It's horror. like Yeah, but not every horror movie is Halloween. I guess it's kind of how you define it, right? But Yeah. Sure. Okay. And And obviously I like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And then Halloween. Halloween's cool, too. So I'll keep both of those. Whoa. He's just a stand for everything over here. Whoa. Yeah. It's just keeping everything left and right. They're all good movies. <laughs> Arnaldo, how do you feel about my movies? Well, um, I am coordinating this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what you wanted to do. <laughs> okay. okay, for yours... Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak, keep. I love that movie. So not in the Phantom Zone. Jennifer's, Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body, it's... Oh, I'm on the fence. It's pretty good. Does it... But what part of you would say it needs to be in the Phantom Zone? I said I'm on the fence. And then I said I'm, it's pretty good. Oh, so then no. Oh, I'm trying to answer for you. So yeah. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. You really are. Um, yeah, I, I think it's fine. Like, I don't think it's super special, but I think it's a good time. I don't know if I'd, I'd want to watch it again, to be honest. But should others be able to enjoy it? Like me? Yeah, yeah. Part of that movie also is that, like... Megan Fox is hot. That's like a plot point. That's a plot point in all her movies. So, not till death. Yes, till death. It oh, was maybe, definitely yeah. a plot point. So it's yeah, sure, sure. We can keep that out. And then Halloween. Uh, I like Halloween. It's I mean it's a classic. So you mm-hmm. you pick some good ones. All of the Halloween movies that basically are already in the Phantom Zone, put those in the Phantom Zone because Halloween's two through like six, and then like the reboots. And then the H2Os, those are like, you know what I mean? Like, those are gone anyway. H2Os, like the mermaids? I think, no, H20, <laughs> sorry. It looks like H2O, but it's H20. Oh, like, it, they made a, a sequel in like the year 2000, I think. Yeah. It was like 20 years later, 25 years later, something like that. Jamie Lee uh, Curtis like is in that one too. I think it was 98, <laughs> yeah. But that's only a sequel to the first two. And then this new one's only a sequel to the sec- first one. And now there's a sequel to that one. It gets really confusing. So a lot of the Halloween movies can be in the Phantom Zone, but the original OG Halloween, nineteen seventy eight, yeah. Okay. Are you are you listening? Yes. What are you doing? Oh, I just had to draw something. Well, I've been, <laughs> you oh, not? I've, been, I've been talking to you, and I'm and you're like scribbling away. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, so now do me, I guess. Okay, so your movies are. What's your first one? Life. Uh, I already forgot. Oh, Zombieland. Oh, Pan's fan- Labyrinth. Okay. And then Haunting of Hill House. Zombieland, Pan's Labyrinth, Haunting of Hill House. Yep. Zombieland goes straight to the Phantom Zone for me. You didn't even finish it. Exactly. It was boring. Wow. I don't like Jesse. I just didn't really like the vibe. I'm not a huge fan of Emma Stone either. I don't ever have any intention on really you watching the funny? rest of it. I didn't chuckle. I just didn't really like the vibe. You didn't laugh when you were out. You weren't conscious. 
running <laughs> I away was from conscious. the zombies. Why would I laugh at him running from zombies? It was funny because the cardio he joke. On, he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, huh? keep running in circles so that he can make it back to his car. Oh was... yeah, that was fun. Wow, I might have liked it better if someone else played the main character. Okay. All so, right. but for me, Phantom Zone, I don't think anyone should watch it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was harsh. Um, yeah. And then Panton's Labyrinth. I liked it. It was interesting. I don't know if I'd watch it again. Maybe. But I, I don't think it deserves to go in the Phantom Zone. I think we'll keep it. I didn't mention the whole thing's in Spanish, too. Oh, yeah. The whole thing's in Spanish. Which so. I liked it. I liked how it was in Spanish. Yo, you didn't mind that reading no, subtitles? And then... Haunting of Hill House will definitely keep. I do want to eventually watch the full series. Oh, wow. When I'm ready emotionally, <laughs> mentally, physically. I thought you would have Phantom Zone that because you're like scared of it. No, not at all. I think people love it. You love it. It's your favorite series. Why would I Phantom Zone it? I don't know. Look how nice I am. Wow. I wow. don't like a lot of your favorite series. Yeah, I know. You complain about it. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't put Vampire Diaries up here. Yeah, Vampire Diaries in the Phantom Zone. Vampire Diaries is like another light 2.0. It's very Halloween creepy vibes. Yeah, 3.0. It's also not a movie. It's also well, a TV show. I mean, show. Hill House wasn't a movie either, but at least yeah, it's you, more... You broke that rule, too. <laughs> we never he's, said movies. He's breaking all sorts of rules. Well, this podcast is called Films from P. Anyway, cool. I think that's it. Wait, Birdo didn't no, Birdo hasn't gone. Yeah, I haven't Sorry. canceled your shit yet. Cancel your <laughs> fucking camera feed right now. Well, I like Zombie Land, so I'm keeping that. Okay, cool. I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth, so I can't really have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Hill House, so Oof. I can't really have an opinion on it. I'm surprised you haven't seen Hill House. Me too. Didn't you watch it and you fell asleep or something? I started the first episode and I fell asleep. Oh, it's the scariest one. But uh, obviously, keep both those because I do want to see. Give them. it a shot. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna thank me if you do. I'm gonna text you and be like, "Thank you for telling me to <laughs> yes. try this show." Out. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna write me a whole letter. Whoa! <laughs> Sincerely oh. yours, deepest regards, Birdo. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach. I feel like borderline nauseous right now. Why? I don't know. I just I feel like you're always nauseous. You're gonna throw up? Maybe. Ooh. It might be good content. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I just need a tom. Okay. Cool. Well, on that note, uh, <laughs> that's been it from us, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for subscribing. If you do that on your podcast app, whenever we release a new episode, you'll just like get it. That way. Was <laughs> oh, he oh, back. <laughs> Everyone's falling apart. I was like, I'm gonna go throw I'm up. To get Birdo just walked away. Oh. Wait, why are you teasing me with your thumbs? Does your stomach hurt? A little bit. <laughs> was it the cereal? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> He's just popping thumbs for fun. Jeez. Okay. Anyway, thank you to that piano dude for a musical intro. Make sure you leave a rating or review on Apple Podcast. Please tell a friend. And if you've told a friend, thank you so much for telling a friend. You can find us on Instagram at Films from the Phantom Zone, and you can find us on Twitter at Films from PZ and TikTok at Films from PZ. All these episodes are available on YouTube. If that's how you like listening to the podcast, you put it up on a Chrome browser while you're working from home, then hey, that's where we're on Films from the Phantom Zone. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can join us on Twitch on Monday nights. We record every single one of these episodes live on Twitch. So you can come in on the chat room. Uh, you can tell us all about your experiences with the movies that we're watching. If you have a little fun tidbits 
or opinion on something, hey, let us know in the chat. We like to take breaks. We like to talk to people. And sometimes that makes it into the episode, so you can actually be a part of the show. This might be your big break. What? <laughs> Talking to them. You can become oh, famous. Oh, okay. I'm like, my big break? <laughs> no. The listeners, they can be a star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and if you want to support the show, you can do that on Patreon at Films from the Phantom Zone. Once we get a nice little community of people, we can have like uh, little events and like play games or watch movies together. And don't forget your OnlyFans. Oh yeah. If you want to see some films from PZ, <laughs> I'm just oh no! Ew, gonna, cut it out! Cut it I out! I will. <laughs> like I can see that in your head. I'm like, this is not. She knew as it was coming out of her mouth I that did. it was wrong. Yeah. So wrong, ew. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, on that note, do you want to tell the people how they can see more of you? Yes. If you want to see more of me, go to Twitch. It's going to be twitch.tv slash studio. Same thing on Instagram. I stream every Tuesday and Thursday, like at 10. So, it's a good time. We have a lot of fun. Yep, that's 10 Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually sitting right next to her, so... Go there for my content. Honestly, too, yeah, he's he's like a content creator on my Twitch as well. And Berto's always in the chat. Away. And Berto's there too. It's a party. Oh, it's always yeah. a party. So happy Halloween, you guys. Yes, and happy Halloween. Get we spooky. will see you soon. What do we got coming up in November? Uh, X Men. X Men. We have X Men. First, the first X Men movie would have just been released, and then so we got X Men two and three coming up. And then I think we're going to be doing some Spider-Man stuff. I can't oh, wait for the yes. Spider-Man so, stuff. I'll probably be there for some of that, by the way. Oh. I'm oh. Huge... It's not. It's not the Toby. It's not Toby? No, no it's God. Andrew. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about the Andrew one. Well, I guess you're not. You can learn. <laughs> All right. Wait till the Tobes version That's going to be in a very long reviewed. time. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it from all of us. Thank you, guys. And goodbye. And we'll Bye. see you next time. Bye.